everyone. Thank you back for another episode. I'm so grateful for this episode and I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as I did. I had the amazing Kim Wellington on and I met Kim through rapid resolution therapy and she's trained in rapid resolution therapy, but she also is trained in human design. And I absolutely love human design. I believe that human design helps you understand yourself and your own energy better and how you can flow throughout life better. So what she does is she reads people's human design charts and help them understand their energetic blueprint so that they can have more flow and ease within their life. More recently, she has added the amazing modality of rapid resolution therapy that helps her clients to be truly free from suffering. So Kim left the corporate world in New York City 10 years ago, feeling like there was more that life could offer and that she could offer more to people. She was deeply drawn to helping people, especially those with trauma and a desire to be free. It took her a few failed business ventures until she discovered human design, which changed her life entirely. After deciding to study human design, she started her online business. She realized as much as people wanted to know more about themselves and their energy, they often were still stuck from old traumas, which led her to start studying rapid resolution therapy. After experiencing RRT herself, and she had a massive shift within her life, she now continues to see those shifts for her clients alongside sharing their human design chart. Her soul is passionate in really getting people to connect with their own divine light and live the life of freedom, whatever that means for them. And so come along, join this conversation where we talk all things human design and how it can really help you understand yourself better, your energy, and how like each one of us is built uniquely to us. And so like what works for me might not work for you and understanding how you can understand yourself better to use that energy to have more flow in your life. A lot of people out there are struggling and trying to make things happen where when you understand human design and understand your blueprint, how you can get life to flow easier for you. So I'm going to leave it there. And I always love hearing from you what aha moments or what you took away from it. And so leave those comments in my DM box in Instagram or Facebook or wherever you're following me on social media and reach out to Kim and find out what your human design type is or tell me which are you a generator many gen or a manifester projector or reflector anyways I'll leave it there and enjoy the episode welcome to the intuitively guided podcast My name is Holly Knicken, and I'm an intuitive healer, a Reiki master, and a love of all things that have to do with our body, mind, spirit, and soul. I'm on a mission to bring awareness to our mental well-being and how we're all connected, how what we focus on, we attract more of that into our life, and how your energy and vibration is everything. You are way more powerful than you even know. You have the ability to heal yourself within with the right tools, mindset, nutrition, and knowledge. If you are looking to take full responsibility and create the life of your desires, you have showed up in the correct spot. My intention for this podcast is to give you the tools, resources, and stories that can inspire you, motivate you, and give you what you need in order to give you lasting change. I believe to live your fullest life, you have to clear out the garbage, which is your past difficulties you've experienced in life in order to create the life of your dreams. I am so excited that you are here with me today. So let's click that like and follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so grateful today I have Kim Wellington on, and she is one of my fellow RRT students going through, I believe, are you going through for the specialist program or just in I am. I'm just... uh... 
probably going a little slower pace at others because I'm also doing human design on the side. Right. <laughs> and then also the big reason I brought you on here is because you're into human design. I think it's such a, an amazing tool to use to get to know yourself just a little bit about your energy and just like how things function, I guess. But I would love to hear about like your story, where you came from and like how you got into like RRT and uh, human design. Cool. So yeah, I am from South Africa originally. I've been in the States almost 20 years and, you know, very much always been a very curious person, always kind of like wanting to understand more about people, people specifically, you know, why people do certain things a certain way, why people are a certain way. Like I've always been very curious in that, in that aspect. And, you know, always was curious about, you know, star signs and astrology and, you know, always a little bit kind of eccentric and a little bit out there doing things a little differently. Um, then obviously, you know, ended up in the corporate world and had to have a marketing branding background, in corporate, corporate America. Uh, but I was just not happy. And it, I it could tell like my passion wasn't really there. I was doing what, you know, I was told like, that's what you got to do in order to have your responsibilities met. And, but I was miserable. I mean, I was just not doing what I loved and I, eventually quit the corporate world and ventured onto my own and started a, a health food company, actually. I'm very into like health and wellness. And so I was living in New York City at the time. And I started a, my goal and my, my intention was to have like an actual mom and pop, like brick and mortar store. And it's so interesting when I look back at my story and now knowing my chart, like how out of alignment I was and so nice to know now what I am and where I was kind of misstepping and why things didn't work out for me and also grateful that things didn't work out for me because I clearly wasn't my path right so I I you know just was miserable like working at a kitchen until 2 a.m baking all these you know healthy goods, sending them out to clients, but I was miserable. And I was pregnant with my firstborn at the time. And human design started sort of like filtering into my world. You know, you kept getting dropped little notes here and there, you know, like I'd listen to a podcast, I would listen to, I would read a different book, or I just kind of like kept finding its way into my periphery. And then one of my best friends as well, said to me, do you know your human design? And I was like, wait, okay, I have to know more about this. Everybody keeps talking about human design. And this was about like six years ago when it wasn't as big as it is now. Um, but it was, it was very underground. It was very hard to find information about it. Like they weren't these apps. And, you know, if you, you had to get a reading and I had a reading from somebody and still was quite confused, still didn't really give me so much clarity. I felt like the reading was so the old language of human design speaks very archaic. So it, I think, I feel like that's why a lot of people got lost and missed the mark earlier on because it was, it didn't, it wasn't very personable. It was very confusing. I remember sitting and like trying to study it through Google and I was just like, this is crazy. Like this was just so hard, but something kept drawing me to it. Like it just kept igniting something inside of me. Um, and then I discovered Jenna Zoe and I really, really gravitated to the way that she speaks about human design. Like she just made it easier. She made it, you know, very understandable, like on a personal level. And, and my firstborn was born at the time. And I was kind of like being, you know, stay at home mom and thinking that was going to be my path in my life. And also felt like something was missing again. But at the same time, I was studying human design. I was kind of really getting into it. But it wasn't until like my son was probably about a year or maybe even, yeah, he was about a year old. And then I think Jenna Zoe launched her course and I did the course and just absolutely loved it. And it just like opened up my whole world. And then I started like going beyond obviously Jenna Zoe and reading, you know, all Ra Aru, who's, who is the founder of human design. And I don't know if you want me to kind of get into that as well as to like, how human design even came into being, but we can chat about that as well because it's quite an interesting story. But I started getting more into Ra Aruhu, bought all of his books and watched every YouTube video of his. Like anything I could now get my hands on, I just started downloading. And then it was literally four years ago. It was so funny, I was just thinking about that this morning. I actually went and did an ayahuasca retreat 
And I just had this massive download and this huge epiphany of like, not epiphany, but this message came in so strong. Like him, because at the time I was half one, half foot, one in, one out. I wasn't like, I'm, I was like loving it and doing it. And I was kind of doing readings for people like just for fun. But the right. message was, you need to do this. Like this is what you need to do. You have a voice, you've got to use it. So it was just very clear to me that that was part of my, you know, my next sort of trajectory. And then I really just jumped straight into it. Um, and that was four years ago. I just really dove into it, started my company, started my website. And yeah, I mean, it's a, it was a beautiful example of when you are living in alignment and doing what you love, how the universe and the world and God will support you. Because I really didn't have to do too much. And my company just started growing. And I mean, I, I obviously like put the word out there. I told, I, I offered free readings and, but then from reading free readings, I got, you know, word of mouth and it just like organically naturally happened to unfold. And that was just so beautiful to me because especially after my experience in New York city, when I had this company that was just, I kept getting so many blocks, so many blocks after block. Like I couldn't, it was like, this is not meant to be for you. But the minute I stepped into what was meant for me and I followed my gut, which is a big part of human design, I it's it's just opened up a whole world for me. So, um, yeah, it's been about four years that I've been doing online readings and I've never been happier. <laughs> That's so awesome. Wow. So then why don't why don't you talk about the original story of how human design? I am curious of like, how did it start? So Ra'aruhu, he was a teacher and living in Ibiza, Spain. And he, you know, he wasn't really like massively into all of this stuff. And, but he went into an eight day meditation and he talks about the voice that just gave him all this information in eight days. He just jotted down all this information that the voice told him. And so it was this massive download um, of information that he got. But once he like, you know, put it all together and he then spent the next 20 years really like, you know, making sort of an understand, you know, kind of trying to understand all the, all of what this meant and then really teaching it. But it's made up of these ancient wisdoms. So it's made up of astrology, obviously being a big part of it. So we look at, you know, where the placements are of the planets, the sun, the moon, the nodes, as well as Chinese I Ching, um, the Kabbalah, Tree of Life, um, the chakra system, and quantum quantum physics. So, you know, it, it's energy. It's all to do with energy. Everything is energy. Um, it's all to do with neutrinos and how these energies of when you're born infiltrate your DNA and make up the sort of, you know, blueprint of who you are, energetically speaking. So... He's a really fascinating individual and he was a manifester and he's he's no longer um, with us, but he super fascinating guy. And, you know, obviously then spent the rest of his life going around the world and teaching this. And then, yeah, it's just really spread from there. Right. Oh, that's so awesome. So, so can I ask, what is the difference between like an astrology reading and a human design reading? Yeah, absolutely. So astrology you know and it depends there's different types of astrology as well but you know you know like your natal chart reading looks at very much like you know where different things are in different houses I'm not like too well versed in astrology to be honest so I can't say exactly like I couldn't give you an astrology reading but it's more to do with like where your sort of energy sits in different houses and like you know if you're more career or more family oriented you know and you can also look at you know, your astro cartography, which is all to do with where your planets were when you were born. And that also helps, you know, like where the energies are in the world. So, but your, but your human design is, is because it's not just astrology, because we also have these other ancient wisdoms as a part of it. It's so much deeper. It's more about how your energetic system um, operates, like how to use your energy. So it's not like a predictive system or tool in, by any means like astrology can be like you know oh astrology can look at like certain you know events that happen in your life and see how that's aligned with where the energy was on the you know in the, in the planet at that time depending on where mercury or saturn was right so it's a bit more predictive 
Whereas human design is more about understanding like your sort of threads, like how your, I sometimes think of it like a, um, a circuitry board, you know, like how your energy flows and how to then use your energy once you understand these different energy types, how to use your energy then to be more efficient, to have more flow in your life. Like for, to my example, you know, when I was not in alignment and doing something out of alignment, I was met with resistance. But when I stepped into doing what I'm meant to be doing and which felt right to me, I, the world, you know, you just, you're, you're, there's more flow and more ease, right? So it's really just about understanding. And a big part of it for me is like, it's where it's a very helpful and useful tool that I see is that it helps people and it empowers people to know, like, especially in the world that we live in today, right? You know, there's so much mixed messaging. Everybody out there is like, in order to be healthy, you eat the eat kale, don't eat kale, eat meat, don't eat meat. There's so much, like everybody's got different messages, right? So it's very confusing. So human yeah. design, once you understand how your design works you can listen to your own body and your own body will always guide you because I always say like your body is the seat of the soul right and your soul is always trying to guide you to be in alignment with what you came here to do and be so listening to your body rather than your mind is going to be more helpful so listening so like okay for me I I hate kale I actually don't hate kale I actually love kale but I know a lot of people who hate kale and I'm like well don't force it into your smoothie and like hide it in your food because you think you should eat kale because it's healthy. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's energetic system operates differently. So it's really about understanding how your unique energy system works so that you stop comparing yourself to the external. You stop comparing yourself to Susie or Peter or how they do things. And you just become so much more content with like, well, I don't really care what Susie or Peter does because this is what my body needs and this is what I feel best doing. And that's where I see the most, you know, at least it being the most helpful tool with my clients. Wow. No, and I can see how that is very helpful to understand and understand what we need as an individual because we're all uniquely different. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's what people... I feel like that's where people get so stuck as well because they, you know, there's all this messaging out there, right? And it's always like this one size fits all. And it's not, that's not true. And it's really about finding the power back within ourselves. And this is why I love human design as well, because it teaches us to stop looking outside for affirmation or authority. It's really starting to take that power back and, and know like, I, my, the only person who knows me best is me and my body. So I need to listen to me and stop worrying about everybody else. And when you do that, it, it's life-changing, like literally. So mm-hmm. I, it's, it's that's where I just am so passionate about sharing this tool. And especially for parents, you know, and for ki- people with kids, because can you imagine if we had been, you know, parented so differently in our own light and letting our own light shine, right. you know, we would be so different, but obviously we should, could have, would have, <laughs> but just in, you know, just for a, just as like a, you know, an, a model, but it's so nice now to be able to give kids that ability to really come in younger and be their true selves, right. Without parents putting their own conditioning and their own programming that squashes the kid. It allows the kid to really blossom and bloom as their own self. Right. Yes. I've seen charts and I've had, I don't know that I've ever, other than you, I don't think I've had a reading done. You've told me a couple things, but I've done my own research and looking like I know the basics of like, I'm a generator. My daughter's a manifesting generator. And then I know for me, I believe it's gut, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are five types. Well, and it's interesting because it depends which body of work you want to follow. Some people say, some people lump generators and manifesting generators as one type. I, I don't see that. I, I see them as two different types because there are oh. differences between them. So I follow the the five different types. Mm-hmm. So there's manifesting generators and generators. And they make up about 70% of the whole population. 
So we predominantly live in a very generator dominant world. And these are the people that are like ruled by their sacral, which is your gut. And I can get into that a little bit more as well. But um, so we, they both have the same um, inner authority, which is that sacral gut, right? The, they are the only types that have that gut energy. These three types do not. And these are your projector, your manifester, and then your reflector. So those are the five types. And sort of everyone kind of fits into one of those like buckets, right? And and Ra Ruhu always used to say, like, if you can just master your energy type, like you you really got it waxed, like you've you're really ahead of the game because it's a very intricate system. Like you can go really deep, right? I mean, there's layers and layers and layers of this. And so, but if you can just even master being a generator and following your strategy and listening to your authority you're already so much further ahead. Um, and we do call this the human design experiment. And because it's really about trying things on and like, you know, trying a new thing on and like, okay, does this really resonate with me? Does, you know, I always tell my clients, like, just same like what we say in human design, like what I am saying is not the ultimate truth. But, you know, I'm not saying that this is the, this is the way it is. I'm just offering you a lens and a tool that's really useful. You can choose to use it however you want. You know what I mean? Right. Mm, I love that. So, so then it would be for generators and manifesting generators, it would be their ultimate thing would be learning how to tap into their gut instead of their mind. Is that correct? Well, that's for everybody really. So the mind so within your human design um, chart, we all have nine centers. And that's your crown, your mind, your throat. We have an identity, our heart. We have emotions. We have a, a, um, a spleen. We have our gut and, and the root. And the gut, which is your sacral center, is what generators and manifesting generators have activated or they have defined. We have defined sacral energy. And what that means is that that is the place from which our inner authority lies, our inner wisdom. It's like our inner compass, right? So that's the place for us to make decisions from, not from our mind. Again, the mind is a center, but it's a processing center, right? As we know through RRT, it just processes information constantly, right? Information is coming in from the external. It's constantly processing it. But and it's, we get so much information all the time, like different information. And again, that's what I was talking about earlier, where you're, you know, eat this, don't eat this, be that, meditate every morning, don't meditate every morning, do, you know, whatever it is, you right. must, whatever, this, all this mixed messaging. So it's like we use our inner wisdom to filter all that. And we filter all that noise and we really like then listen to what really resonates with us. So like I always tell people like, just listen to your feelings. Like, how are you feeling? What's your body telling you when you eat something? Do you feel good or do you feel not so good? You know, like use that as your, use your body as your communication tools, always trying to communicate with us. Right. So, and, and, and that's what I also like, love what John says, like, will it be good to have done? Right. It's the same thing. So, you know, it's like listening to your gut and, and thinking because a lot of the times people are like, well, yeah, I'm like, I like chocolate. I love chocolate. It, may, it makes me feel good. I'm like, yeah, but how do you feel afterwards? Like, do you get a bit of a slump afterwards? Like, will it be good to have done as well? Does it love you back? Right. So and then oftentimes, you know, people are obviously like our systems are overloaded with chemicals. And if you're eating you know, processed food all the time, that changes your, your, your taste buds. So you're going to crave that. Sure. And it's going to feel good at the time, but how do you feel afterwards? Like, you know, how do you really feel? You probably feel terrible. So, right. Again, it's like listening to the depths of your body, really what it's telling you on an ongoing basis. Like where's your energy level at? It's the same with like somebody invites you to an event you know, generators are predominantly like people pleasers, right? We're known to be quite people pleasers because we're doers, right? I like to think of us, it's, it's terrible how there's like this worker bee aspect to a generator, but it's we're not worker bees. We are just more, we are creators. We create energy. 
right? Which is we are, why we call it, we, why we're generators. We generate energy into the world. So we make things, right? So because we are, you know, typically so much like into doing and doing and helping and creating, you know, especially in the world that we live in, it's like, we need to have boundaries. And the same goes for like, okay, if somebody invites you to an event, making sure you listen to your energy. Don't just go because the mind is telling you, oh, well, Jenny's inviting you. You know, you should, you have to go because then you'll be a terrible friend if you don't go because that's the mind constantly just blah, 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 blah. But the gut is telling you like, oh, I'm exhausted. I've had a long day. I just wanted to like hang out with my kids. You know, then overriding that system and going against what your gut is telling you is going to just bring you to more burnout and, you know, kind of like more into that level of draining your battery rather than filling your battery up. So, again, that's where like listening to your gut is so much more valuable and helpful rather than listening to the mind. But we've never been taught this before. Right. And we're so programmed to just listen to our minds. And really, it's like starting to now sink into our body what's going to be more valuable for us because that's where we can then be the best versions of ourselves right Mm -hmm. if someone was looking at their chart what are the major things that you would suggest them looking at other than the type and then the two top things I always tell people and and you know obviously these are the, the first things that I also go to with a reading is your energy type and then your profile So your energy type, like I said, there's five energy types, and then there are 12 different profiles. And your profiles are made up of two different numbers, right? And there are six numbers in total. I think your profile is a one, three, and I'm a six, two. And each number has different meaning, right? There's a different meaning to it. There's also a different meaning to which number is first and which number is second, So, and that is very much more like aligned with like your personality. Like there's, you know, for instance, you, I'll just say like you're a one, three. So the one is really like the first number, right? You, for you, it's all about information, like laying a foundation of information. You love to like search and research and Google, whether it's books, podcasts, you know, you want to just absorb it all, right? Is that, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so again, these are, you know, a lot of the times when I'm doing readings, I mean, pretty much 100% of the time, whenever I'm telling somebody this stuff, they're like, oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and what I say is like, nothing I'm telling you is obviously like brand new news, but what I, why I'm telling you this and why it's helpful to know this is then you can actually just focus your energy in these places, right? Rather than wasting your energy trying to be somebody you're not. Right. Makes sense. So like for you knowing that like you love researching and that's how you gain all your information and wisdom, then, you know, don't ever feel bad about doing that. Right. Because that's just part of your nature. It's part of your design. It's who you are. Right. But then the three is fascinating because the three is all about I also need to experience life. I can't just read it in a book. I actually like I can read all about Italy, but I actually want to go to Italy and fry all the pasta and eat all the food and and eat all, you know, whatever it is. So you also like to kind of like there's lots of trial and error with threes. So you'll try lots of different things. um, And I never call them failures because you always gain so much wisdom from the things that don't turn out the way you want them to. Right. But for you, you'll have that resilience because you're kind of really used to trying lots of things and even some work out and some do, right? But again, it's like allow yourself to try lots of different things when it feels good to you, right? Don't feel like there's something wrong with you because you want to try all these different things. You know, if you want to try pottery or if you want to try, you know, skiing or I don't know, whatever, knitting, whatever it is, like whatever calls to you, go ahead and take it on until it no longer calls to you. Right. Yeah. I I do resonate with that. Cause there's a lot of times I'm I'll try stuff and I try it out. And then after a while I'm like, mm, that's cool, but I'm ready for something new. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's and really it's just about embracing the three. And the thing is like the one is very much like the first number is very much how we see ourselves. And then the second number is more how others see us because we see ourselves differently to the way others see us so um, but it's also about knowing that both those numbers live inside you and it's about balancing them out or just recognizing them and being aware of when that energy shows up 
and allowing it to be and like just leaning into it. Right. Mm. Not, yeah, that does really resonate because with me big time. Just thinking about like career wise, how many jo- different jobs I've had, um, different projects I've taken on, like it, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, right? It's like, that's where then society, that voice of society comes in and says, oh, you need to be more, you know, committed to one thing. You need to stick to one career. And that's conditioning. So we talk a lot about conditioning in human design, which is just external programming, right? And we get conditioning from our parents, from society, from schooling, from government, like, you know, all these external authorities are always telling us different messages. And again, that's why I find this so valuable to connect to your own inner wisdom so that you're not overwhelmed by these external voices and you can find your own inner voice to be the strongest one. Right. Yes. So, yeah, no, that makes so much sense because there is a lot of noise out there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So then after they read their profile or they get their reading from the profile, like I know there's gates and there's, um, centers. And then I know like when you look at it, there's a line of numbers on the right-hand side and there's a line of numbers on the left-hand side. What does that all mean? <laughs> so yeah, this is all to do with the Chinese I Ching, those gates, right? So the right-hand side numbers are your personality side and the, the left-hand side numbers are what we call design side. So this is why the time of your birth is so, um, so, so, important <laughs> but I can't not pick any other word there because it is quite a, it's a very critical part of the, of the piece right <laughs> but the right hand so your your time of birth that time you were born the time and day you were born we look at like where the sun the moon the different planets were at that time and which gate they activate and those are the numbers okay but then we also look at 88 days before you were born, when you're still in utero in your mother's belly. Mm. So that exact um, design date, which is 88 days exactly before and the time. And we look at the same things where the sun, the moon, the planets, the nodes were all which gates they were in. Right. And then which gates were activated. And you take those those numbers. And that's really what forms your chart. Because once whichever gates are activated, then will depict which centers are activated, which then obviously predicts your channels and which, you know, whichever centers are activated predicts what your type is. So it's that's where how it all kind of layers up, if that makes sense. Oh, wow. That's like, it goes really deep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really deep. So what does it mean by having an open center or a closed center? Yeah, so we it can be either open or undefined uh-huh. or closed and defined. So if you have like let's say for example we'll pick the we'll pick for you because I'm just looking at your chart here. Yeah. Um we'll pick your mind, your mind. Or, or actually let's let's do your emotions. Okay. Which is just a, it's a really always a very interesting um, center because, which is, it's your emotional center, which is your solar plexus. Okay. And it's all to do with emotions. Okay. So if yours is undefined, yours is open. Okay. If somebody has a defined emotional center, what that means is they make and create their own emotional energy in that center. They have consistent energy in that center. That center, when it's defined, it's closed, it's always making energy in that center. And whether, and each center represents different parts of us, right? Like I said, we have your mind, your identity, your throat, your emotions. So we're talking about emotions just to make things a little bit easier to understand. And so if you have defined emotional center, you create your own emotions. And remember, everything we talk about in human design is energy. So emotions are just energy. Okay. We are not our emotions. We experience our emotions. Um, but emotions, are, it's emotion, energy in motion. So 
it's really helpful for people who are emotional beings to know like, okay, I create my own emotions. Like they are the types that can literally wake up in the morning and be in a bad mood for no reason, right? Because their center is just, well, they, you know, it's just like, I'm in a, I'm just feeling pretty shitty, whatever, you know, they're just can like have that like low vibrational energy kind of circulating in their system. And for them, it's a really about allowing those emotional waves to just happen and not res- not restrict against them to just know when they're in a high or a low and let it be and then wait until they get to like a kind of even keeled place in order to like make decisions or be in a you know but for us like you and me I also have an open emotional center we don't create our own emotions in that center so what that means is we actually and and this is any any center that you have open you actually feel the energy of others in that center okay that makes sense you can feel other people's emotions right whereas you as a defined emotional center cannot feel anybody else's emotions they can only feel their own like sometimes they may think they can they'll see somebody crying and they'll and they'll get emotional and they'll be like oh i can totally feel that person I'm like no you're only feeling your own emotion that your mind is telling you that's sad i need to be sad too right creating from that place oh. where us you and me i can see somebody cry and like literally feel that emotion that what that person is feeling and another thing to note here with human design like we never say, we never call anything like good or bad, right? It, it, just because somebody is defined or undefined, there's no right or wrong or good and bad, which is also why I love the system because it's never making, I never want anybody to feel squashed. I only ever want to empower people. I only ever want to make people feel more expansive and feel like, wow, this is like helpful or useful, right? I don't want anyone to feel like, oh my God, that feels awful to me, right? So I always, communicated and shared with people in a way that I'm like, well, you know, for you, it's a gift to have an open emotional center, right? So that you can come into this world and feel other people's emotions. So that that's maybe your point of connection, you know, so that, you know, so it's like finding the ways in which to express it from a higher place, if that makes sense. Because energy is energy. There's no good and bad to energy. There's higher vibration and lower vibrational energy, and it just vibrates at different, you know, frequencies. But we don't say that it's good or bad, right? That's just programming. So, you know, right. even even when we're in like a low vibrational energy, it's like, well, we've been so programmed to think like, oh, it's so bad. But what is your emotions like also here to teach us or trying to show us or like showing us where we need to maybe where we're stuck and we need to clear. Right. So which is why I see RRT is such a beautiful tool of deconditioning. Right. Removing those stuck programs. Right. That have been stuck in somebody in order for them to embrace their chart from a place of like, oh, this feels so aligned, you know, like this feels really great, which is really like brings me just share this with you because you know, after I was been doing human design readings for like five years, so many people, so many of my clients would come to me and, you know, when I'd be doing readings and they all want to understand themselves better. They all want to go forward, but every single person was stuck, had some kind of like emotional trauma or something keeping them stuck. And that's really what led me to like, I want to help people actually also become unstuck and help them understand themselves in this energetic level. And that's what really brought me to RRT. But, you know, so that's why I see them as really such beautiful tools together. Yeah, I I agree. Because I was going to ask, like, how I could see someone newer getting, when they're just coming in and learning, being like, well, I don't, like, in their chart, if you suggested or said, like, hey, this is your, this is how things are are for you this day and they're like oh well that doesn't feel right in my body however it could be a thought in their mind of fear of like this scares the shit out of me that doesn't align with me instead of like and we like I know that like in growth it's an uncomfortable feeling as well and so I love how you're you're matching the two like with RRT and human design because I think it I think it is a good tool even I haven't even gotten deep into it but I've gotten somewhat into it 
of like learning of like, I need to know my energy. Well, we should do your, we should do a proper reading for you. We'll do an in-depth, like we'll go deep into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should. So what are the things that you've noticed after a reading? Like how, it like career, personal life, what are, where, like, where's your specialty or like, are you like, I, I'm open to anyone. Like, where's your, what do yeah. you love? Or- totally. Great question. And also just want to kind of add something to what you were saying before as well, because fascinatingly, yeah, of course. I, I mean, as much as I've been doing readings, I very, very rarely come across somebody who says, this doesn't resonate with me. This, oh. this doesn't feel right to me at all, which is to me, and it, it more happens that people are like, oh my God, I feel seen for the first time. That's what I get more than anything which to me is what keeps me going. Honestly, it is, it's the core of why I love doing this because I want people to be seen. I want people to feel seen. I want them to be feel seen by themselves. You know, I have such a passion for just really wanting people to feel good in their own skin, right? Whatever, in whatever way they find that, right? But I, like I said, these two tools, I think are the best that I have found and that I resonate with the most. Where I do love human design, where is an aspect that I have found it to be so super helpful is not when it's just doing an individual, but when you do families or couples or relationships, that is where I really see the magic shine because knowing yourself is great, right? Really helpful, but we don't live in an isolated world. We live in a world with other people all the time where we have kids, we have moms, we have dads, we have husbands and wives and brothers and sisters. And when you can look at the other through a lens of compassion and understanding rather than judgment, everything changes. Wow. I wasn't even thinking that you could do couples or like other. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking of that because like, me and Lexi have done a astrology reading together and it, like that was really eye-opening but I never even for some reason I just thought human design was just about like your but I get it now because you're learning more yeah, yeah. so like for an example let me give you an example which comes up quite a lot so and I, I always use my husband and I as an example because we are quite opposites in our charts like literally where he's defined, I'm open and where, you know, where he's open, I'm defined. So we literally have this really interesting combination of energy and understanding him through the lens of his human design, like just was the most helpful thing in our relationship, at least for me, because for example, let's say there's a variable and the variables are the arrows right above the head. There's like four arrows, right? The top left-hand arrow is all to do with consistency, routine, and structure. And my arrow points left, as does yours. So we really, like I thrive on routine. Like I really, it's also helpful to me to know like in the morning, I can eat the same thing every day. I can eat, I what I love is like avocado and sourdough, gluten-free sourdough toast with like a, with a fried egg. That is like my standard breakfast and I eat it almost every day and I don't give myself, I used to be like, oh, I should have more variety. I should eat something else. I should do this. That's the should, 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 right? Whereas for me, I know I'm aligned. It's it's okay for me to like just do that because I don't want, I don't need to be wasting energy thinking about making something different for myself every morning, right? Whereas I can just like take the same route or route driving somewhere. I can do the same exercise every day. I, I love, like for me, that routine, I thrive. But some people don't thrive like that. Like my husband, he is doesn't operate like that. For him, structure and routine is very squashing. He is more like go with the flow and like I need to like eat when I just feel it. And like, you know, he's just more into like the flow vibe. Right. And it's the same with my kids. My one kid is very routine like me. My other kid is more like my husband. So it's just so helpful to understand that family dynamic. So I know when my oldest kid is off his routine, I see it in his personality. Like literally he, he doesn't cope when we're out of routine. Like it's when he's back in his routine in his home, like dude, he just like thrives. But, the, you know, my husband and my youngest, they're like, whatever, man, <laughs> we're just going with the flow here. We're just rolling with the river. So it's it's 
those little elements like that, and there's so many, there's so many elements like that. And especially when you start looking at gates and centers and what where somebody is defined and somebody's open, you know, it's just so helpful. And that is for me, what I have come to find is where I really love human design. I do a lot of couples, I do a lot of couples, do a lot of like corporate business groups as well, because, you know, understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses within like a group setting, like in a corporate level is super helpful. You know, like somebody's boss is a manifestor or if there's a manifestor in the group, like how to delegate things and how to know that, you know, manifestors hate being told what to do. So how do you work with that instead of against it in a corporate setting? You know, so there's just so many places you can take it. But group dynamic human design for me is is really the sweet spot. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I mean, I think I could ask you questions all day. <laughs> but if there was like this all day, honestly, like I, you can see I'm so passionate about it. Like, yes, I, genuinely, I genuinely love this tool so much. Right. So if. Is there something that we haven't covered that you wanted to talk about or that you think that people should be aware of? Sure. I I, I feel like the one thing that's kind of just popping up to in my head is that, you know, if you've ever come across human design and it felt very constrictive to you, know that it has changed over the last couple of years and maybe give it another chance. And maybe you just didn't find the right person to translate it for you. There's so many tools and so many things and so many different people out there. It's like, just find the right person that resonates with you. I really, I really do feel like the best thing is getting a reading, like an in-depth reading from somebody rather than trying to navigate it yourself. Cause that can just take longer. I, that's what I, you know, even though I had a reading back five, six years ago, I then still went and did all, you know, this, this, there's so much stuff you can go on YouTube and, Read, you know, watch so many videos, which is super helpful. So it just depends how deep you want to get into it. Like, just only need to know. Yeah, I think I think it saves you so much time. If I think about how many videos I've watched, how many things I and like, I still don't even have the basics down. (laughs) And that's got nothing to do with, with. Trust me, it's such a deep system. It's so layered and intricate that you know. That's what's so beautiful about it. You really can go quite deep with it. I, I I also do love looking at incarnation crosses, which I find quite fascinating. And it's really like where, you know, the sun, where the sun was when you were born makes up about 70% of your personality. So it's a very strong, potent energy. And so really like it's very, so I like to look at that to really help people focus and not not like hyper focus, but really like put their energy into making sure that's a part of their everyday life because that is really what's going to bring you into alignment. So, so like what, like how do you look for that? It's it's literally on a chart. Like it'll it, 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 I, it's in your personality and your design numbers. Yeah, it's really uh, it's the it's four numbers. It, okay. It's four gates, and those four gates make this incarnation cross. Literally, and so where that cross is, um, is it's a, it's a lot of the energy that we need to be embodying um, in this lifetime in order to sink into our purpose. Right, oh. so it's really about your purpose, like what you're here to do. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's that's a lot of in- really great information. Um, right. Awesome. I would just like, where can, do you have any courses or how can people find you? What do you have going on in your world? I have something really exciting going on, actually. Um, I am actually creating right now a course which has both components of human design and RRT. So really like helping people, you know, I really see RRT as like, you know, if there's an old house that's like dilapidated, right? RRT comes and like removes all those old foundations that are just not working anymore, right? And then human design will come in and like rebuild the house in the way that you want it to be built. So it's like bringing those two things together, helping people understand themselves on that energetic level, and then also clearing any stucknesses that are preventing them from really moving forward and being their truest, highest self. 
So yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm like, my intention is to launch most likely beginning of next year, like end of January, February. So yeah, that's, uh, it's been in the works. It's definitely, it's funny because have to share the story with you because I think you will um, appreciate it. But I'm not sure if you were there on that that forum when I had that amazing session with John, where mm. he that fear that I had been experiencing, and um, it's so funny because I have been like planned like this workshop has been in the works for like probably two years, and I've you know built and built and built and built and built, built and I do little bits here and there, but I have really wanted to put more energy into it. And after that clearing I did with John, I have just had so much, I've just had this clarity and this clearness to me that I just, and this energy, this newfound energy to just focus and really put everything into that course. So that is a big, big focus for me right now. And I'm I'm loving it. And I cannot wait to share it with the world. It's going to be really cool. Oh, that's so awesome. It sounds so good. Okay. And then what's your favorite platform that you're on? Is it Instagram or Facebook or? Yep. yep. Mostly Instagram. It's where I kind of share all my musings and um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty active on there and always sharing stuff with people. So yeah, you can find me on, uh, on Instagram. And then I have a website as well that you can, people can reach out to me directly. Uh, so yeah, those are the two, my communication tools. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and all your information. It was so helpful, even for me. So thank you so much. Thanks, Holly. I appreciate it. And we'll chat and we'll do your, we'll do a reading for you. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along. I would love to hear what you have found most valuable in today's episode. Please leave a review here on the podcast so that I can keep sharing these amazing tools and knowledge that I pick up along the way on my healing journey. If you are not already following me on social media, join me there where I share my daily life and inspirations throughout the day by following Holly Tanukin on Instagram or Facebook. I love each and every single one of you, and I believe we all have the power and the ability to heal. I can't wait to connect with you and hear how your healing journey is going. Make sure to go out there and spread some love and kindness throughout the day. Love you all.